live episode 108 of on tap with Southside collection i'm gonna get a couple plugs out of the way up front this time uh we just updated our made in houston uh playlist on spotify curated by carlos who is not currently speaking because he picked the wrong team in the super bowl six pack silence or six pack of silence uh you can find everything all of our podcasts uh on spotify itunes everywhere you can find them (laughs) southsidecollection.com that being said, I'm Garrett Horvath. With me, as always, Carlos Diaz. You'll be talking to him shortly. But in the meantime, I have Thomas and Nathan from Klaus Brewing. I'm pronouncing that correctly? Right? Oh, yeah. That Klaus? Yeah, it's Nathan. Okay. <laughs> yeah. Nate, okay, cool. <laughs> Damn, that's the one I always have the hardest trouble, or struggle with. <laughs> but now, uh, the owner and the brewmaster, I take it. Yeah, sure. I mean, I'm imagine <laughs> yes, being a, uh, yeah, yeah. It's, it's very close. <laughs> because how long have you guys been going to, uh, going at it? Oh, let's see. We opened in September, but we've been going at it since July. Okay. So, uh, yeah. I, I would imagine being still so f- newly open, y'all wear several hats. <laughs> a few. Yeah. yeah. Just a few Owner, hats. accountant, um, salesperson, all yeah. of that. Uh, but uh, you guys kind of bring something different to the table, though, being a a German centered or would you, would you call it German centered or yeah, German, okay, focused, yeah. Yeah. German focused uh, yeah. brewery and where you have to lager all of your beers correct if I read it correctly well about half of them right now okay. um, we, we we focus on German styles yeah so um, of course right now our main our core lineup is uh, uh, Martin most people know know it as a Oktoberfest style yeah. beer um, that was going to be our first seasonal but it got such great uh, reviews and such uh, high demand that we brought it on as one of our cores. Um, then we have our uh, our Munich Helles, which is also another lager. Um, uh, very traditional styles. We do everything very traditional. Uh, and then we've got our Alt Beer, uh, our Kolsch, um, our Hefeweizen. And uh, we do uh, a couple of special series, um, our IPL, India Pale Lager. And we did that mainly because um, to satisfy the IPA fans, but we figured we'd make it a lager to kind of showcase the hops a lot better mm-hmm. because we feel it's a cleaner style. If you really want to feel the hops and taste the hops and know the hops, then you need, need to showcase the hops. Mm-hmm. And so that was uh, our take on that. Uh, then right now... Uh, another one of our, our series is um, uh, an English Dark Mild, uh, kind of a traditional English style, lighter ABV. And then uh, we also did a special series uh, back when we first kind of opened. Uh, it's a Belgian quad that we brewed. Uh, we did all the candy sugar uh, in-house. Um, spent a full day doing that. We made sure Nathan slaved away that day making candy sugar really earned it yeah that's right uh, <laughs> you can taste honest that's right and uh, in house the so floors we, were sticky for about a month after that. yeah that, that was, that was uh, that's that just because you love but candy it was worth sugar it. 
Yeah. Um, almost 12% uh, Belgian quad. So it's it's really nice. It's really right now. You know, it's it's kind of early in the game for it. You know, it can it could stand. Um, a couple of years of aging if you want to yeah. uh, but right now it's really nice and boozy and rummy and um, it's a really good tasting Belgian quad right now you guys sold that one to go uh, yeah. that's the one we On did site, bottle yeah. and bombers to go yeah. okay. um, nice. and it's been very well received uh, we've got a lot of people buying it on draft um, and a good amount buying it to go uh, you know for both drinking it now because they like it and both that feel like they want to age it a little bit stash so. a couple that's right hit a little so. vertical mm-hmm. yeah <laughs> about five years well if we ever make it again that yeah. <laughs> fair. <laughs> fair that may be we we did put a vintage on it we did say it was 2018 so we may do it again yeah we'll see there you go do you guys have a personal favorite of uh, the beers that you currently have out i like to drink well it's hard to say favorite. I'll tell you the beer I drink the most of, and that's yeah. our, that's our Hellas. Okay. Our, our light lager. Easiest to go yeah, to. Yeah, that's like. Um, I mean, to me, I, it's it, it's it's sitting high on the carbonation level, so it's it's really refreshing. It has mm-hmm. um, just the right balance of a like a spicy noble hop kick to it, and just like a bready sweet yeah. malt backbone. It's I got just, you. Um, it just screams German right in your face, and. Yeah, I would have to say the same thing. Yeah, yeah. my my go to is the Hellas. I got you, yeah, especially after we adjusted the carbonation level. Okay, uh, it really really brings out that that hop flavor and aroma and everything. That that was the probably of anything the best adjustment we did on that beer. I think like yeah. German styles and, and I think Belgian styles too. Like when local guys do them, are just I, I think the carbonation level. Um, in general, for American craft breweries, is is sitting on the low side for yeah. some of these traditional European styles, and so why everything might be like checked off and brewed totally to spec, or you know, it, that might be that little adjustment that makes a big difference. Mm-hmm. You know, it, it it can be problematic because you know there's lots of bars that don't have the ability to adjust their pressures yeah. on their on their on their draft systems um so that's that's something that we're contemplating the solutions to right because we really want to <laughs> stick to our guns on this and yeah sell, sell the beer that we think is authentic and that we would want to drink you know? for sure i'd yeah. much rather drink this beer than the beer the more true style and in, in volumes as opposed to two six yeah um so yeah, it, it made a huge difference in my opinion. So. Yeah, just just those two or three points. Yeah. So so that beer and our half, we're gonna we're gonna attempt to sell them. Yeah. Very carbonated and. Yeah. I think as long as yeah the buyer knows what's going on whenever yeah. you discuss it with them ahead of time, there's a lot of really yeah um, smart like buyers out there right now, especially For in sure, Houston, yeah. and so you get the opportunity to have that conversation with them and not make it where yeah. they don't want to buy your beer again because it poured like shit yeah. and I mean, it yeah. poured to like me, shit because they wouldn't yeah i think to us it's it's a sales point it's like this yeah. is this is this is it, the it, german beer that we want to drink you know the right. german style that and um, it's not yeah. only ingredients this is it's, part of it it's, yeah it's, it's uh presentation feel carbonation level it's it's we're trying to incorporate everything uh as authentic as possible yeah yeah and, i totally get that and uh you know, that's another thing that we've been playing around with, you know, carbonation levels and, ma- and making sure it's right, you know. Yeah, the, uh, because you guys have carved yourselves out a nice lane where, uh, 
I read it on the site, and I can't remember exactly the phrasing, but it's um, uh, beers that aren't given enough attention pretty much is what you're aiming to make or the beers that deserve the attention that they're not getting locally. And so yeah. uh, to provide those for people, because yeah. like you said, you have the alt beer. I think I can only think of off the top of my head one other Houston brewery that's done that. Yeah. And I think they've kind of, it was Eighth Wonder, and I yeah. think they've kind of moved away from that being one of their yeah. out there like front beers. Then, I think Fire Ant has one okay. right now too. Yeah. Um, but there's all sorts of German styles of beer that maybe because there's some sort of uh, rigid mindset with German beers where mm-hmm. you know American craft breweries right now are all about experimentation and yeah. you know putting your own personal mm-hmm. touch on something German beer like the complete opposite yeah but <laughs> yeah. I, I think there's a unexplored territory there because there's lots of German styles that get no love mm-hmm. by American craft breweries and so right. um, did you mention the, the double Stücke Alt yet? oh yeah that's so right that's, that, that's our latest release yeah. we had this past the weekend Imperial it's Alt a, it's yes. a basically an almost a, a basically an imperial. It's a, a double dark alt beer. Yeah. Uh, uh, it's really nice. It's 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 well balanced. It's it's nice and heavy, but it doesn't have that acrid roast you get a lot with the English styles. Mm-hmm. So we'll, you'll see a lot more balance. Okay. In the roast versus the the sweetness and the hops profiles are all very well balanced in in that and that's been extremely well. Uh, received, especially on our, our opening weekend mm. this past week. Yeah, I saw your post about it. That it, it kind of goes back to um, like a German pub. The yeah, tradition Stika means secret. Okay, so yeah. it used to be like the secret beer, like the back house. Oh, does that count as talking? Same. <laughs> <laughs> I, I appreciate you being on. Yeah, yeah. Because yeah. I'm like Wilson over here. Is that his name? Mm-hmm. All right, cool. Oh, I think I have yeah. Yeah, uh, that, that's right. what I'd always yeah, called so, him, and then yeah. I just finally pulled Wilson out <laughs> after like a hundred tries at that joke. Um, so, anyways, like I think there's lots of styles of German beer that have yet to be explored, especially in yeah. Houston market. And so, while we both like to make other styles, or mm-hmm. you know, that aren't German influenced, um, and and we will, um, the focus is going to be our core lineup of, of of the easy drinking German styles, mm-hmm. and then. I think more of these unique German kind of one-offs or special releases, and then yeah, yeah. and there's plenty of them. Yeah, so, yeah. and yeah, so. and not only that, but you can still be be creative and and keep the tenets of the German brewing. Yeah, you know, in it. So um, there's a lot of room to play in that that realm, and and you know, that's just something that I don't think is well represented. You know, in in American brewing, mm-hmm. uh, especially in Houston, uh, and that's something that we want to represent. Yeah, you know, that's that's going to be, I guess, our niche. Yeah. Well, I think so. you guys, uh, you've lent yourself the the availability to go and do those experimental styles because you are a, a an American craft brewery that's making mostly German styles or traditional German styles, but then you've allowed yourself the ability being an American craft brewery, you can always be like, hey, let's tweak this or let's yeah. let's overdo something on this rest or like tweak something to where it changes it up a little bit. Maybe it is a traditional German style that you, yeah, you go and take on or just make, literally make a triple IPA yeah. out of nowhere. Yeah. Yeah. People are afraid to make like German styles their focus because well, it's hard to cheat them. it with, you know, not being able to do it uniquely in yeah. way, yeah. you know. Yeah. Um, or that if you do that, that's all you have to do. For some reason, that's like the 
like 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 Live Oak or maybe like Beerstock Lager House. That's all they do. Mm-hmm. I, I, there's not mm-hmm. many. Uh, they put themselves in a box. Yeah, yeah. So we don't want to limit ourselves. For sure, it is the focus. You know. Yeah. yeah, and it makes it nice and refreshing for maybe the people yeah. that do come to y'all's uh, tap room on like a very often or they come often. Sorry, stumbling over my own words. <laughs> but yeah, the people that come often, it's like. They love the cores, but then occasionally they can go to your tap room and get this yeah. this one off that you guys decided to make. And then oh yeah, oh, Carlos is on his sixth one. You're on your fifth one. Okay, damn dude, <laughs> moving through them. But um, can't say that I'm jealous. Uh, how long? <laughs> I'm gonna expect a full review of that beer by the time you're done. though. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like I feel like Bud Light Lime six packs are supposed to come with those sandals that have the um, <laughs> the uh, the bottle opener on the bottom, bottom. Yeah. <laughs> shit like that, mm-hmm. or like really cheap sunglasses, <laughs> a bum a cigarette that only plays Jimmy Buffett. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> shirts with shirts with birds on them. Yeah. yeah. But yeah, <laughs> we'll hear all about it in about Ocean five Pacific. or so minutes. In a Margaritaville. <laughs> <laughs> Too cheap to go to Margaritaville, <laughs> so I got a Bud Light Lime. <laughs> but <laughs> um, damn, there's I had something specific I was gonna ask. I apologize. <laughs> um, oh, okay. You said you guys have been going like you've been really at this since July. Yeah, July is when uh, Nathan came on, and we started uh, developing our uh, our focus and 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 our our menu and our uh, lineup as far as the beers that we're going to do. So, and I imagine that had probably even longer or uh, taken years before that to when you came up with the idea of wanting to do Klaus Brewing and all that. Believe it or not, when when I mentally said okay let's okay go yeah and uh it took us about a year and a half okay between my mental go and us opening the doors okay so um uh you know and i i pretty much did everything before nathan i pretty much did everything myself you know i I sourced all the the equipment uh started the licensing um, I got there right in time for the fun part. <laughs> yeah, he yeah. got right. In, yeah, yeah he definitely got right. In, got there right. In hey, time we're about to that. actually start like brewing for yeah. uh, honey. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> join on. He might not have thought the first few brew days were fun. But other than that, it's been fun. Yeah. Uh, but uh, you know, it's it, it, it was a journey, and I did a lot of stuff beforehand. You know, <clears throat> kind of casually trying mm. to put stuff together. Um, I did uh, attend the Eastfield College program uh, for Journeyman Brewer, uh, and that was a, uh, a brewing, you know, uh, course that I went through. Um, but part of that included um, doing interning in local breweries. So I, did, yeah. I went to No Label, I went to Sigma, uh, Cyclers was. So I, I worked at all three of those as part of my internship. Okay. And I think that made makes a huge difference because most of these programs uh, are just classroom stuff, mm-hmm. and you can only learn so much in classroom. Yeah. Being able to work at the breweries is 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 huge. So yeah. is that what is that what the internship was? Uh, you kind of temporarily were an extra set of hands at these breweries that you went to yeah okay and 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 it was it was great because you learn all aspects uh packaging uh, cellaring brewing 
um, all kinds of hands-on type stuff. Yeah. And so that was really great. That program out of Dallas, uh, Peter Bircher does it out of Eastfield College, and it's you can do it uh, either at the college or they also offer it correspondence online. Oh, okay, and, nice. Um, I did the online thing, which which uh, was great because, of course, you can do it you know, remotely. And um, uh, it's a couple of times a week that you do conference calls and things like that, and then, of course, you do your internship. And, yeah. And nice. it, it was, to me, it was one of the better programs, I think, that's out there. It still beats the how-to videos on YouTube, because I imagine... <laughs> Slightly. I imagine those having Slightly. caught up to... That's actually where I got all of my information. <laughs> yeah. That was my follow-up <laughs> question. Is, uh, what is your brewing background, Nathan? Um, you know, I started in college, yeah. just with some buddies. We would... I went to school for music, actually. I, Something um, about college makes people so bored they want to brew beer. Yeah. <laughs> I literally take on a whole well, new thing. Yeah. So I was... Uh, I was doing my master's, getting a degree in tuba performance, of oh, all things. Okay. And, uh, yeah, me and my friend, my roommate, we just uh, kind of went through a couple bombers every night. <laughs> just solid, <laughs> solid. Just, just a three bombers. or four tasting. bombers a night. Just, just <laughs> a tasting is classy, okay? It wasn't, you know. Anyways, besides the point. So we started brewing then, got really into it. Um, ended up not playing so much anymore, and, like, when you're a classical musician, you have like four or six hours or eight hours, you just practice all day. So I had yeah. all this free time where I didn't know what to do with myself. And so I just, I, mean, I just dove into, I was teaching private lessons at the time. And so I was, you know, I had a little free time. And I just, I read like every book I could find. Yeah. And so I was like, I want to make an IPA. I got the, uh, what's the dude's name? Mitch Steele from Stone. I was like, I want to read the whole IPA book and then come up with a recipe. So I did that through like basically every style of beer that I could think of. Okay, nice. Um, yeah, and in in a couple of years, I, I did about sixty recipes at home, and really went off the deep end with it. And I, uh, you know, took like an entry level job at another brewery here um, for a year, um, passed my certified Cicerone test, and then came on to Klaus. So nice. Okay. Yeah. Uh, from all accounts. One, congratulations, because I know the Cicerone mm -hmm. test is a bitch. Thanks. Um, I have a couple friends that I consider pretty goddamn smart when it comes to beer, and they're like, I just barely missed it. <laughs> Carlos is on his six beers, ladies nice. and gentlemen. Yeah. No one said he couldn't do it, but he's still just like the Patriots. Yeah, I got to say, if I studied for the Cicerone test again, <laughs> yeah. I would have actually practiced tastings. Uh, so you, you I totally winged it on the tasting. Okay. <laughs> Nice. I mean, I studied, but I didn't actually yeah. practice tasting. No, I got you. Yeah. That, that's a rough cycle to get into because they're like, if you're studying for it, you should be drinking like a beer a night or well, like the equivalent of yeah. maybe a beer a night by tasting several. I should have like practiced it and yeah. honed it because you get in there and you're like, crap, I'm going to second guess myself mm. till the end of time. Somehow yeah. I squeezed through the tasting one portion of it, but it wasn't as uh, easy as the written part. Yeah. <laughs> I'm more book smart. Uh, yeah, does that make sense? <laughs> but yeah. street smarts me. And so, um, <laughs> was uh, being was it paying homage to the German styles? Was that already going to be a thing before Nathan showed up, or was that a joint thing yeah, that y'all came? Yeah, I into? mean, my I, I I grew up. I say I grew up. I would say a portion of my life I grew up in Germany. Okay, uh, my mom's German. She still lives there. Um, and so I spent a lot of time over there. And as you get of age. To drink, uh, you experience. Which is what they're like eleven. Mm -hmm. yeah. yeah, that's when they 11 -ish. start giving you Rattlers. Ish, 
you know? <laughs> so Leaning towards 11. Right, leaning towards 11. Is that when you have Rattlers? Yeah. yeah. It's like a whole new type of Rattler for a kid. <laughs> Rattler 11, real beer at 16. There, there you go. Uh, uh, but anyway, the um, so that's just what I experienced. And I, it was, I really found it unique that when you ordered over there, uh, you just said, I want a beer or I want a Hellas or I want a Dunkel. You know, you, mm-hmm. you didn't, it's not like here where you go, I want a Bud Light. You don't, I don't want yeah. a brand. Right. Yeah. Because wherever you go, you're going to get what they brew there. Mm-hmm. And that's just how it's been for hundreds of years. Um, and, um, and I found that really great. And I, I can't remember a time or if ever a time that I've gone to a local place and ordered a beer and it was crappy, you know. Not that you can't find it over there, but you got to look hard to find crappy <laughs> beer. Most Germany, yeah, most you know. people aren't hanging out at those spots. Uh, yeah. And you will not find it at, if you order one at a local place. It's just not going to happen. And so um, I was really had an affinity towards the styles, which are, are typically lighter. The, the you know German Pils, Helles, a Dunkel, maybe a Killer beer. Hefeweizen, obviously, in Bavaria because that's what they're famous for. Um, and so that's just what I was always drawn to. Mm-hmm. And it just turned out that, you know, that's what I wanted to brew. I felt like it was great for something different in Houston. It's a great segue beer style. You know, people yeah. that want to get into craft beer, you know, if you, if you crack them over the head with a double IPA, with 80 IBUs, they probably never going to come back. You might scare you know, them right off. Used to that, and um, so you know, it's just it's just great, and and we've had great reception on our sessionable beers, which most of them are. Mm-hmm. You know, still full of flavor, still unique in their own way, still have the nuances that they're supposed to have for the style, um, but you know, they're not. You know, these heavy, what we call, we had somebody else call it a, what they call it, palate, palate wrecking. Palate fatigue. Palate fatigue. You know, oh, yeah, yeah. Where, you know, where you get palate fatigue on these really heavy, you know, over-the-top, you know, heavy adjunct beers. Um, you know, uh, the, the particular gentleman said, you know, if you want something, if you want a beer tasting beer, you know, come over here, and that's yeah. what we make. So, <laughs> now that makes sense because that, like you said, with the double IPA, you might scare somebody off. Um, and then also, so it makes y'all a great place for beer yeah. drinkers to bring maybe their not so beer yeah. savvy families because mm-hmm. right. exactly. it's like, like you've had beer. There's beer I know you like. This is going to be pretty similar to it. Yeah, right. Give it a go. And that's so. that wasn't our goal. Oh no, definitely our, our mission statement. But that's just a offshoot of. It helps the natural, have it. you know. Mm-hmm. Yeah, part of uh, what we do. Yeah, so. a lot of the beers that you guys make, their styles that um, justify drinking and sitting like four of the same one. Yeah, where yeah. like when you get those, when you get in that palate fatigue area, or when you just get in those aggressive type of beers, that's what makes a lot of like craft beer bars great. Is there's so many options you can have this super aggressive double IPA, one glass of it. Like, yeah. you're not committed to six of them. Right. And, like, yeah. you can jump over and get something else and something else. Yeah, I don't else. think anyone's ever done, like, a bottle share of only Pilsners before. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> Which exactly. I kind of yeah. want to do now, actually. Yeah. Be, it could make for a great segment. Yeah. That's for sure. <laughs> <laughs> Everyone bring your finest Pilsner. Yeah. You will be judged by the crispness. Yeah. <laughs> well, I mean, it's kind of stupid to just drink, like, a little bit of it, too. <laughs> like, yeah. I feel, I'd feel dumb with, like... 
little taster <laughs> yeah. of, a, of a pilsner. I'd be like, I want to drink a whole pilsner. Right. <laughs> like, the only time that would make sense is if someone came with like some special like pilsner flight or something. Yeah. And you're like, all right, yeah, I'm down with this. Yeah. Like, uh, <laughs> I had a pilsner Urkel where it was like unfiltered and yeah. shipped over. Oh, a, yeah. like within a week or some shit yeah. and it was like one time thing they did yep. I had that and I was like see this is this is what it's all about yeah <laughs> this is good shit yep well we have floated the idea of a Pilsner Fest so yeah you may see that in the future okay I like it <laughs> we just have to figure out loggering <laughs> space for that first yeah, that, that's gonna <laughs> like be logistical four different Pilsners at once <laughs> if I was looking correctly you guys are up in the Jersey Village area yeah. Or, yeah. Okay. So that just kind of also happens to be where you're from and or, or live. Well, or? for me, I live in the okay. area, and gotcha. um, I kind of wanted to. I, I saw the niche, you know, for the most part when I was first looking at this from from 249 Highway 249 all the way over to I10. Go past 290. Forget 290. Go all the way over to I10. Forget 290. Yeah, fuck forget 290. <laughs> if you're not going to work on it, fuck it. Yeah, fuck it. And if it's not yeah. going to work on itself. <laughs> uh, uh, there was nothing, really. There was nothing. And, you know, you've got a huge market out there. And I'm wondering, outside the Beltway, that is. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I, I'm, I'm thinking. Carlos is What's done with his beers. Carlos, you're done. That is the most. All right, we gotta go. Uh, <laughs> hey, it only took you 24 minutes. That is fucking terrible. Hey, do you at least have a buzz? I am so upset. No, hell no. <laughs> <laughs> it didn't get hard until the fifth one. I'm not Dude, whoa, whoa, whoa! This is a. Hey, 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 hey. I've had so many quits. Not that type of show. <laughs> not that type of show. What did you sign me up for? <laughs> Man, oh, that you? was terrible. You thought that that door didn't just lock? Yeah, <laughs> it's Ooh. been locked. Man. Is that why there's a camera over there? Yeah, <laughs> it's actually just warming up. Yeah, uh, camera's not even on yet. Green, it's on. Yeah, yeah. and we got 20 good minutes. That was the worst <laughs> thing I've ever done. But uh, to what you were saying, um, so I sell beer for a distributor, and I've yeah. noticed Cypress. I don't live near Cypress at all, so I was really never finding reasons to be out there mm-hmm. until I got this job. And now that I'm out there and it's one of my territories, I'm like, they're in love with craft beer. And so Cypress, Jersey Village, all that area. Yeah. And so you picked a great spot and a great time. because There's a bunch of little... Yeah, beer yeah, you've got uh, uh, Rose Hill Beer Garden. I mean, you've got yeah. a lot of these beer places that are popping up. No liquor at all. Yeah, no yeah. liquor at all. Maybe like uh, a frozen. You got machine. Brew Thirty Craft Beer Cellar. Yeah, on uh, all these places are kicking because that it's it's so desirable out there. People are wanting this, and there's <coughs> and know, they the are market is is really craving it. They're. Just like I'm in a subset of Houston, they're in like the opposite end of that to me, as yeah. they are to somebody else, and like other areas where like downtown's not the most accessible for them, so yeah. they would probably like to stay in their natural area at least five to six days out of the week. Yeah, and if they can have right. somewhere to drink or have a brewery to be proud of that's around where they live and go and drink it at other oh, places, yeah. it right. just makes it even and more fun. That was my deal, you know. When I looked at it, uh, you know, I come from a business background, so I, I put a lot of that into it. Mm-hmm. Um, I, you know, I wanted to be uh, commercially visible. I didn't want to the want to be one of these um, tucked away, tucked away yeah. back in in the back of a warehouse right. facility. Yeah, off of a side street <laughs> that's off of a side street that might be on semi known main street. Right. You know, it's just it, you know I wanted to be visible, which we are. Um, we're right on Jones Road. Uh, we got a ton of traffic that sees our big sign every day, <coughs> and um, I wanted to be taproom focused. 
Um, right. So we have a AC, you know, climate control tap room. Nice. Uh, <laughs> really yeah. nice, especially here in Houston. Yeah, I know. <laughs> yeah. So we have that. Maybe July a, won't be the dead month for us. <laughs> hopefully not. But we've got a great, you know, upfront beer garden. Right. There's nothing across Jones Road from us that so we get nice sunsets in the evening. I mean, it's just a really nice location. Mm-hmm. And that was my focus. I want the experience to feel like you're in a German beer garden. Yeah. And I wanted the beer to mimic that, you know, to make you feel that even more. Yeah. Um, I want to make you feel like you're in a beer garden in Nuremberg or Munich or, or wherever. You know, and a lot of people have experienced that. They've, a lot of people that we talk to says, yeah, I mean, I've been to Germany and, and man, this is great. You know, it's the feel and the taste and the, all this. So mm-hmm. that's what we're going for. And it, it's not an easy feat to establish or like to get over, but if you do it correctly, like right. I said, a lot of the beers that you guys make are easy, easily cheated, and so that's why right. sometimes they might lose focus from other breweries, is because yeah. it, it's not that they're not fun to make; it's just that sometimes people try to like really Push get them, them too yeah, fast and, yeah, and, and cheat it, yeah. and try to meet this type. Of, this it's hard to cheat a six or eight wheat lager, yeah, yeah. and make it taste right. You just can't. And do you? Cause that, this is something I wanted to ask while I was drinking that stuff. But uh, what, yeah. do you feel like that? That's something that like, st- like stops these other breweries from kind of taking on these types of challenges there's nothing to hide behind and because like yeah you know it's 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 one of those things it's it's technically hard to make a clean say like right. Ellis because mm-hmm. uh, there's nothing to hide behind it. right and I'm not knocking anybody that makes other styles of course but um, you know with these heavily hopped ales for instance you got a lot of esters and phenols and hops to hide you know, maybe deficiencies. Yeah. You know, yeah not that they're deficient beers, but, right. um, you know, it takes a lot of effort and time and tank space and, right. you know, real estate and all that stuff to, to make it. And it's it's a labor of love. You know, we yeah. can just push out anything in two weeks. Even the Hefeweizen doesn't, is more than two weeks. Yeah. You know? mm-hmm. And that's a hazy, you know, that's our German haze, I guess. You know, for those <laughs> Gotta get down. fans. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Gotta get down with them. Uh, and, um, you know, it's just one of those things. Yeah. You know, there's a market for everything. Of course. Uh, but, you know, we, we feel, you know, to make something really clean, especially on the logger end of the scale, it's just, it takes a lot of time and effort. Yeah, you know? definitely. And Does that... Because yeah, um, we don't use any, say, like clarifiers or it's all time and temperature for us. Yeah. Uh, we don't use filtration, nothing. Yeah. And, and a lot of our beers, when they're done, they look like they've been filtered. I yeah. mean, they're really nice and crisp and clean and clear. So. Mm-hmm. Yeah, uh, you mentioned the Nipas. Uh, you guys have done a nice job of being able to kind of take yourselves out of the conversation, but also having the ability to one day do it, because you obviously own all the equipment to one day make yeah, your own hazy yeah. IPA. We're not but, putting ourselves in a box. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah and so, but then also you are um, you are well enough established with the styles that you are brewing, where it's right. like you don't have to get caught up in the mishmash that is. Yeah, this Actually, brewery's hazy. This brewery's hazy because there's a lot of really good ones out there. Yeah, yeah. But then some of the there's breweries that almost <laughs> well, yeah, and then like the breweries that really take it seriously and do a lot of them as good as they'll be. Now they open themselves up to the fan, like the the untapped boys. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and, uh, yeah just, Actually, today I was kind of wishing we had already made a hazy IPA just because there's a uh, I was making some donuts actually at work today <laughs> yeah um, and um, I didn't have enough flour and I was like shit 
shit, I have to go to the store and buy flour now. I was like, I wish, I wish we had made it a hazy IPA and we'd have some bags of flour sitting around already. <laughs> <laughs> you wanted to do a huge, you wish you had done a huge project for yeah. such a smaller project. <laughs> Just to thought I'd have to go to the store right. for like yeah. five minutes. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I would have rather have been inconvenienced back then to not experience it right now. Yeah, right. And this is a, clearly a much smaller inconvenience. In logic's not what matters right now. Right. How many? So like, you 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 talked about how you wanted to like make it as pure and as as good as possible. How many like test batches or stuff like that did it take for some of the some of y'all's flagships? Before, well, before y'all, yeah. yeah. The Oktoberfest, uh, which I think is part of, it's the best seller in the tap room, anyways. That right. was. That we was brewed it first time on the big system. <laughs> nice. you know, yeah. yeah, yeah. We just took the knowledge we got from the yeah. other brew, uh, beers we were doing, right, yeah. and applied it to that. And the first one was knocked it, it out the park. I think when you're yeah. doing recipe development, like, I mean, it's easy to get in the ballpark right. your first time right. if you if you can learn from what you've done previously. It's just like cooking, like. You read a recipe one time, the next time you might do a little something else with the right. recipe. And, you know, a year from then is like... You're oh, not so even, it's, it's your recipe. Yeah, you're not even thinking about it. You just go do it. Yeah. Um, you know, I like to cook a lot, and I, I like to approach your recipes kind of in that same way. Mm -hmm. And then, you know, tweak them as we go. So, what do you, you like know, if we're not super happy with something, we're going to we're gonna tweak it as we go, too. And But we'll never release something we're not... Right, totally right. happy with, but Definitely. You know, we're always be striving to. Eh, what would happen if a little bit of? What do you uh, like yeah. to cook? Oh man, all sorts of stuff. Uh -oh. Uh, okay. <laughs> um, I don't know, man. Just yeah. I sous vide like everything, pressure cook. Yeah, nice. Yeah, okay. Yeah, we had a chili contest. Oh yeah, we had a chili uh, contest nice. where for the chili contest I had a fermented chili paste. Homemade bone broth and a 24-hour CV brisket. And nice. Jesus. Put that all together. <laughs> yeah. yeah. So you won. Actually. Well. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think Cypress was ready for that. Yeah, okay, guys. Cypress is stuck in 1994. Yeah. They're used to the, uh, I guess they were used to the uh, cayenne pepper slash cumin yeah. bomb uh, yeah. that you normally yeah. get yeah. out of uh, chili. So. That's a good way to put it, too. Yeah. Like cayenne cumin bomb. Yeah. yeah so, yeah. you know, we, we, we had a lot of great feedback. Yeah. And we had a lot of people that actually picked out some of the ingredients palette wise that we didn't think they would. Yeah. You know, because it was fairly complex chili but um in the end we didn't wish win the cayenne you know contest. <laughs> well, that, what i've learned is because excluding like the last two weeks we're loading up right now for what is just like food contest season right yeah. like obviously the rodeo just happened but like a lot of bars it's especially happening. bars and breweries chili cook-offs uh barbecue cook-offs and crawfish cook-offs are yeah, going to yeah. be going on pretty often and um, what I've heard with the chili is a lot of people, like, no matter how, like, fun you get with it, yeah. the ones that always win are very basic. Right down the middle. Yeah. Right, yeah. right, yeah, right down the middle. And it's kind of the opposite with crawfish, which is where I'd more rather be at, and this makes sense to me, yeah. is the one that has something a little different every yeah. time is the winner. Yeah, it's interesting. interesting. Yeah. It, yeah. You get to, like... I'm sure it was great, but it like with winning yeah. those chili contests, apparently it's just like you just have to be right down the fucking middle yeah. and 
yeah. walk that tight line. Bro. <laughs> yeah. Bro. Yeah. yeah, it's it's interesting. Did I, <laughs> I was looking at a bunch of beer stuff today, so if this wasn't you guys, I apologize. But do y'all have a crawfish event coming up soon? We're planning one. Yeah. Okay, gotcha. We don't have exact specifics on it yet, but we are planning one. Yeah, okay, sure. I got you. Yeah. And then also, um, you guys have trivia. Come some yeah, events. We did trivia. Yeah. Our last trivia was uh, office trivia, which okay, was nice. off the charts. Yeah, way more than what we were expecting. We maybe had. 250 to 300 people. I don't know Shit. if you've heard, but people love the office. Yeah. <laughs> it was our food truck almost melted. Oh, yeah. The, the, or the one we had come out. They, yeah. They, they had to actually had to stop taking orders because. Uh, they, oh, they, and they ran out of food twice. I don't matter. Ran yeah. out, went to go get more, ran out again. And it was like maybe 8 o'clock. You know? Yeah. It was crazy. Yeah. So. Yeah. Trivia is great. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> now you guys have Trivia's Friends nice. Trivia yeah. coming Trivia's up nice. soon. Uh, like we'll two, have a Friends trivia. Weeks. We've got a 90s trivia coming up. Nice. Um, we've got general trivia coming up this week, which is also pretty good. But General uh, trivia sounds like the guy that runs trivia. Yeah, yeah. general <laughs> trivia. <laughs> he owns all the... Admiral trivia. Yeah. <laughs> he owns all the trivia companies that go out and do yeah. it for bars. Do y'all... Uh, is it something that y'all make yourselves, or do you um, outsource the trivia? Right now, we're outsourcing it. Geeks who drink? Uh, or? Uh, no, we, we, we try to contact some of those guys... Uh, we haven't had much luck uh, okay. scheduling them just yet, but we've had a couple of other local places uh, mm, nice. that'll do it. Um, Romy, which is our taproom manager, she handles that, so I can't tell you <laughs> the name of the company. Yeah. So I wish I could, because I'd like to give them a shout out. But um, but yeah, they've they've come in and and uh, you know willing to do it. Nice. You know, so fair enough. Yeah. I got you. Um, outside of obviously the beer you guys drink, uh, what would you you go out to a beer bar on a Friday or Saturday? So you're off. What's a beer you guys are drinking? Abby Saint Bonchin. Okay. Yeah. He's uh, no hesitation on this one. Yeah. yeah. No, I, based on the other person I know that that's their favorite beer. Oh yeah. Yeah. It, it it's pretty much like ride or fucking die on that one. Yeah. yeah. And so. Uh, yeah. For me, uh, I would say I can't tell you. <laughs> it depends on what they got on the menu. But I, I can tell you what I lean towards. Yes. Yeah. I lean towards the super exciting, very uh, unique Melissa's um, or Pilsner's. You guys sort of Blondales? Yeah. <laughs> exciting. No, Blondales, too. That's too crazy. That's too yeah. complex. <laughs> too much going too on. Spicy. Oh, whoa, whoa. Oh, cool you just there. Yeah. <laughs> I think there's too much haze in it. <laughs> I, just, I can't handle that bitterness. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> oh, God. But uh, no, uh, aside from those events coming up soon, um, what are some, like, Big releases you guys have coming up, like for your uh, off series or the side well, series. The latest one was the double sticking yeah. malt beer. Um, we'll have a Berliner Weiss coming out. Got a Berliner Weiss coming out sometime this spring. Cool. Um, um, we'd like to work on a some type of Bach variant. Okay. Whether it be a Bach, double Bach, yeah, yeah. you know, triple Bach. Oh, quad box. Oh, f- did you say quad? Quint- Quinto yeah. box. Yeah. So that's kind of some Quint stuff Bach? we're starting to maybe experiment <laughs> yeah. with is. And I think maybe also like another version of the double stricken alt beer. Like uh, we're gonna do something for our anniversary. Yeah. Uh, so it might be like a even crazier version of like maybe a, throw some barrel. So throw some in a barrel. See if yeah. Ooh, see if we can maybe. get that stricken nice. alt to maybe like 
12 or 14 or 15 percent or something. We've been playing around with uh, yeah. uh, some, you know, our max is, you know, as a brewery is 17 percent. Mm-hmm. Here in the US, but we're we're trying to figure out a way that we, we can yeah <laughs> well, in or in Texas I'm sorry <laughs> that's, not all, the US, that's all they'll Texas. give us yeah. <laughs> we're trying to figure out a way we can do 17 percent with an all malt yeah. type beer okay which can, is very can, uh, very but you know <laughs> that's very hard to do yeah know, considering uh, yeast tolerance and everything. those are gonna be more of like off day stuff like side yeah. projects yeah so <laughs> but you know we're starting to uh, especially with the German styles just mm-hmm. kind of have some fun with them. Yeah, yeah. I think uh, so. Double box, rising box, and um, don't go bites and double box. Yeah, I'm here for yeah. nice. And the all beer, like the Stika all beer, like some sorts of variants on those mm-hmm. coming out hopefully next couple years, and uh, you know other fun American styles too. Right. Actually. Yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah. We've got a lot of stuff. Yeah. I had I had one and then I completely lost. I, it. I wanted to know, I wanted to know because you know we've had it's funny we've had a lot of brewers on the show 108 episodes who would have guessed and uh, a lot of them say that they got started in college you know just, yeah. just wanted yeah. to drink you know yeah. so what school did you go to <laughs> oh uh, see well, I, was, I started homebrewing was doing my masters and uh-huh. I was at Rice okay okay yeah. gotcha. So you, you, age for my undergrads. So usually it's the uh, the A and M people that get bored, or you know, bored with school, well, and then they're out there. Here. Yeah, and they need to, <laughs> I have to make my own beer. <laughs> I, I went to Stephen F. Austin, so okay. <laughs> yeah. There you go. There's your girl school. Yeah. Uh, and then you said um, the anniversary that'd be in September. Yeah, I'm, yeah, because yeah. mm-hmm. opened in, or in September. Oh man, um, shit, we completely missed the whole opening of the show talking about regular regular shit that happened this week there's no we man I wasn't there for the beginning I was too busy drinking that disgusting <laughs> vile baseball man. fans at all of course yeah. see Bryce Harper sign 13 years 330 million where Ooh. to the Phillies. Phillies oh wow yeah so now the Phillies have Bryce Harper and the Padres have Manny Machado and neither of them will win a World Series in the next 10 years <laughs> yeah. it's crazy it's crazy it's unbelievable how much, how much money they're going to pay to not win a World Series that's crazy <laughs> unbelievable <laughs> oh I was that's what I wanted to ask uh, sorry <laughs> just gotta wait for it and it comes back to you did you chug six no oh, just wait, four before I picked you up these aren't lot <laughs> you mean you could ask me about the Braves in the 90s and that's about all the baseball they were the shit I lived in Atlanta when we won the World Series so nice I got a Chipper Jones bat that he broke during a game and nice, oh, nice. four different Chipper Jones rookie cards in, but good. since then no more in, 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 2000, <laughs> in 2004 I was at Minute Maid Stadium or it might have been 2004, 2005. Was so it Minute Maid then or Enron then? And, uh, I think it was Minute Maid by then. Was it? Yeah, I think it was. And uh, Trevor Jones was taking BP, and uh, he literally he hit a home run. I'm walking down the, the corridor, you know, like, uh-huh. around, uh, like, like uh, left, left center, you know, yeah. and he hits the home run, and he hits a home run out in BP, and I'm walking, and I see this old lady. It pegs her right in the ankle. Nice. <laughs> oh, my God. That's amazing. And, and my brother was so excited to pick up that ball. <laughs> 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 we totally ignored that old lady. This ball has two stories. Yeah. <laughs> I hope Walk she's all right. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Ain't no crying in baseball. Yeah, <laughs> you knew what you were doing here. You got here early. You understood what, what was about to happen. <laughs> But yeah. Oh, that's great. So yeah, the oh. '90s Braves, man. They y'all were the shit. You're a Braves fan. Or? Yeah. Well, as much as yeah. Well, yeah, I got you. See, I, if I'm if I'm gonna root for a baseball team, it'll be the Braves. I grew Fair up. In a, 
I was an Astros fan that grew up in a Braves household. Oh yeah, yeah. So so I, I, I had to eat it all. That's all rough. The, yeah, yeah, all the yeah. shit talking there. But oh yeah, they, but they had a really good team. You know, yeah. when we first moved to Houston, I was in like fifth grade or something, right yeah. from Atlanta. We went to a Astros game here, and I wore my uh, Brave stuff. Oh, that's yeah, not fair. I'll probably beat the shit out of us. I, I think we did, and uh, yeah. man, there's lots of grown men swearing at <laughs> very <laughs> angry at a fifth grader. <laughs> no, just like swearing at a fifth grader. Yeah. <laughs> this is your fault, you little shit. Javi Lopez, <laughs> <Braves> suck pussy. <laughs> Javi Lopez, Andrew Jones. They had a bunch of killers on that team, yeah. man. Oh yeah, especially like like like. Just the the pitching staff was just oh, ridiculous. Yeah. Oh, like Glavin yeah. Maddox yeah. and um, Smoltz. Yeah, don't yeah. don't you dare forget Smoltz. <laughs> don't you dare forget Smoltzy. Didn't they have a closer too? <laughs> yeah, Smoltz eventually became the closer. But there's oh, okay. I'm yeah, telling something else. <laughs> but no, oh, um, so with the um, with the styles y'all brew with the lagering that has to go on, I imagine obviously it takes up some tank space, some timing, um, so. How long did it take you guys to get normalized with the idea of brewing for supply for the tap room and for distribution and like making sure you're keeping those yeah. beers that everybody wants sure. on? We're still working. Yeah. On. yeah. We're figuring it out still. Yeah. I feel um, you. All of a sudden we realized, like, hey man, we've got like changing. two more weeks of this. Yeah. 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 And it's a lager. You know? Those things creep up on you, man. You're they do. Especially the, the, well, the one we've had the most trouble with is, is, is the Martin, the Auto okay. Office style, because it's been such. Uh, a great hit right that it's like we re, we it was going to be seasonal and we sold it out and we said oh wow that was quick um let's re-release it and so we had it and we were going to come back in in mid-january i think is when we were yeah. able to retap it and and uh last week we're like shit we're almost out again yeah <laughs> it's only been a month yeah <laughs> 20 barrels in a month this was supposed to hold us yeah. how long do y'all like how well how long did y'all project those lasting? And, yeah, a months, compared to yeah. how they lasted, yeah. Yeah, <laughs> you know, at the time, because you know, and 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 we haven't really because it's, people, you know, subliminally see Oktoberfest, for instance. I hate it. Is is okay? Well, we'll buy it in the fall. Yeah, and it's actually a great year-round beer. Yeah, right. And so we're really trying to push the Martin. You know, I uh, totally feel you. Yeah. Versus yeah. Oktoberfest because course, there's a yeah. mis, you know, people drinking in the tap room don't care. They don't I think care. People, they're already I there. Think selling it to the <laughs> they're there to drink it. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I don't care what it's called. Yeah. So, um, but I, yeah, you say if you call something Oktoberfest, you know, you, you give it that moniker. You know, right. then people I are just going to get that, that fall month spirit. it comes out in. So this yeah. was yeah. February <laughs> fest. This is this Toyota truck Atlanta fest. Sounds like a truck March April fest. Yeah, yeah. But and you all you also get to, uh, you have to run the risk of because uh, there will be some smart idiot out there that sees an Oktoberfest on like midsummer. Yeah. And they're, either they'll say that's old or those don't come out right now. Yeah. And you're like God, yeah. you know like too much to be talking. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> but not enough or you know too much yeah whatever. Yeah. You get idiots yeah. at beer bars. You know something but not enough. It's like yeah. those guys that read the headlines and go hey have you heard? Like Brian, come on you <laughs> yeah. just read the headline. <laughs> Did you hear about? <laughs> yeah. I think it's true in most things the most vocal people yeah. Might not actually know that much. Right. <laughs> it's like they're talking, so you don't ask them to shut yeah, up and explain right. what they really want Just to talk about. Just because you're talking doesn't mean you should be. Right. <laughs> In my experience, I feel like the more knowledgeable people, even if they don't like something, they're just there to experience it. You know what oh, I'm yeah. saying? They're just, if I don't like it, you know, then I won't get it again. 
Right. Why do I gotta? Yeah. Why do I gotta make it an issue? Or if I don't think that you know, if, if I see an Oktoberfest in July, you know, I'm not gonna. Right. <laughs> you know, yeah. Well, you know, right. Yeah. They made a. They made an Oktoberfest in July. Well, I think a lot of it. You know, I think people in, in the tap room. A, a lot of it is like. You know what? That shit tastes good. I'll do the Oktoberfest again. Yeah. Yeah. I don't care what it's called. You know? I mean, <laughs> exactly. Um, they, they, they're maybe they're starting to learn that you can drink Oktoberfest yeah. anytime. It's yeah, not just for Oktoberfest. Well, I mean, you're there so, to teach them that. Uh, yeah, and it's, I, you know, I do like the yellow pushing that it's a Martin, and that yeah. way, yeah. right? People going forward that do learn that can recognize. When Oktoberfest season does come back around, yeah, what it is they've been drinking for all well, these you know, the years. One, the one good thing I, I try to tell people is like Martin means March, so we're coming up to March tomorrow. <laughs> yeah, so keep on drinking. There we go. <laughs> it's Oktoberfest in the spring. There we go. It's the way less exciting Christmas in July. Yeah, Christmas in July is overrated because literally it doesn't mean anything. Yeah, <laughs> sales. It's a it's a marketing ploy, right? Yeah. Get all that money out of you at the end of the year. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> There's gonna be Hallmark cards for that soon. I'm pretty sure. Absolutely, yeah. <laughs> honestly. Yeah, I'm yeah. surprised we don't have a whole second Christmas. By Many now, trees. Yeah. <laughs> this is the one bad. everyone's cool with just <laughs> giving cash as presents. Yeah, it's real Christmas. They call it like, cool Christmas. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Ever since the world started experiencing cool Christmas. Yeah. And attitudes and then there up. was then there was there was second Hanukkah yeah like, all the other you know holidays needed to get in on this they have yeah. 16 crazy nights yeah. <laughs> <laughs> spread out like a spread out like a music festival though yeah. over, over weekends two stages yeah, booked yeah booked through, uh, two different weekends I love it <laughs> um, where can the good people find Klaus Brewing on um, social media, in person, oh, everywhere. Yeah. I mean, we, we Facebook page. We have uh, a website dish, cloudspring.com. <laughs> it, it's 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 good. At, I was you can perusing it over the last couple website. weeks. I was on yeah. it. It's a website. It's we're, we're still working. There's on there's it. worse yeah. websites out there. Yeah, yeah. there's a couple of uh, ABV and IBUs that are transposed. So we don't have any twenty eight percent alt beer. Yeah, <laughs> you know, <laughs> cancels my yes. weekend. <laughs> Yeah. Anyway, no. You're listening to you. Um, uh, but we, we don't have obviously either. in the tap room, we're open right now. We're four days a week, Thursday nice. through Sunday. Thursday being our Stein night, oh. by the way, five dollar liters. Okay. Uh, probably the best It'll deal get you on drunk. craft beer in town. Is that something <laughs> you, know? you can buy and you bring back with you? Or no, what well, we do on Stein nights uh, every Thursday, you can bring your own Stein. A lot okay. of people love to bring their Steins. They love yeah. to show up. Hey, I went oh, to yeah. Germany one time, or I went to uh, Worstfest in you know New Braunfels. Yeah. Whatever. I got me a Stein. I'm I proud. Bring it. It's great because everybody's got a really cool Stein that they bring. And I bet you, if you're like a first timer and you walk in on that day and you see everyone drinking these yeah. big ass Steins, you're like, yeah. "What like did I just? What did I just walk into?" Right. Yeah. <laughs> on a Thursday, yeah, yeah. on a Thursday. <laughs> so it's uh, you can bring your own Stein up to a liter. Yeah, you know, some people really push that. Uh, <laughs> so we've had to limit it. Um, yeah. but it's bring your own Stein. Uh, it's five bucks to fill it up. Yeah. Uh, it's a pretty fair. Yeah, like, two yeah. for five or, you yeah, can, or you can buy one of ours, and we'll we actually give you, a give you the first fill free. Nice. Yeah. 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 So nice. Um, 
uh, it's been a great program. We got a lot of good people coming out on Thursdays. Awesome. So there you go. It's been real. It's really, a good really community nice. builder, I think. Like yeah. putting the local. It's the best we way to see do it. Yeah. The same. A lot of the regular same people come out yeah. Thursdays. Giving nice. giving so. a small enough group a reason to come back often enough to where they become friends. Yeah. After yeah. not before. knowing each other before going yeah. to your bar. Exactly. Or, oh. Yeah. You're set up for success. And then we see a lot of of people. You know come and congregate at the same tables you know it's right. funny because in germany you know, there's a, a term for that uh it's called stammtisch and it's the regulars table yeah okay uh, and so you see all these people congregating at you know these tape the same people yeah. at one table every week and so you're starting to see these stammtisches yeah form awesome. you know like as that. time goes by and it's a community builder, like y'all are talking about. Right. You know, it's 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 really really cool to see. And it, so. make, it makes it ha- makes like having those people. It makes those special events that much cooler to do. Oh yeah, right. Because now you have. Oh, they are like biggest fans when we like yeah. release a new beer too. Yeah, yeah. you need yeah. those people. And yeah, it's so nice. It's fun that people are willing to do that. Right. Like just because they want to. Right. Like, yeah. Genuine support. Yeah. That's like the name of the game there because those, those are free brand ambassadors basically. Yeah. They believe so much in y'all that, you know, they're going to, you know, when they see somebody that, that maybe they haven't seen there because they're there every yeah. Thursday but they, they don't see this guy here every Thursday. Like, oh, man, you know, do you yeah. come here? You know, you know, have you oh, had their yeah. beers? And then they'll, they'll do the walking and talking for you. Right. And that just speaks on the product as well. Yeah. So yeah, that's awesome. Like, Screw the pint. Bring us yeah. time. Yeah. 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 <laughs> yeah. Dude, don't tell anyone I told you this. Yeah. Like, right. tell everyone. They'll yeah. give you a liter of beer for $5. <laughs> <laughs> well, uh, as far as where, where you can find us, other than that, is is we do have, you know, we're working on the accounts in Cyprus. And right. We do have some in uh, the, the spring area. Um uh, but we're also working on. We've actually got some in the Heights now. As you guys at Heights Beer Garden. Heights yeah. Beer Garden has been great. Yeah, I mean they're they're really big on our stuff. And nice. They've done well so. for us. We're in World of Beer. Nice. We're in Craft Beer Cellar in Cypress. Um, you know, Brew Thirty, Murdoch's. So, you know, a lot of the the places that want us. Right. So, nice. Uh, nice. Yeah, you guys fit a really nice. Uh, Thing like a nice spot that had been missing in Houston craft beer specifically, right? As a, some people have made their own versions of styles that you guys make consistently, oh, yeah. and so yeah, All I, things I was thinking when I couldn't speak earlier. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> I was like, yeah, this is what the market needs because there's a yeah. lot of the same stuff or a lot of the same styles, you know. Well, yeah, and there's there's a drive to drink local now, right? And so yeah. if they're able to go, hey, I drank something local that was also a traditional Bel- or um, German-style beer. Right. Yeah. Right, like, whatever you guys go for, I, I really appreciate that people are able to do that now. Right. So thank y'all. Yeah. yeah. And best of luck going forward. If there's anything we missed, please let – if you have anything going out that you need the people to know. I almost burped, but yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. Spent the first twenty-four minutes there. With with that being said, I thought do people really need to know? We do appreciate (laughs) we do appreciate you not burping into the microphone, Carlos and Nathan. For sure, Uh, we have been Southside Collection. I'm Garrett. With me, as always, Carlos. This weekend, we'll be firing back uh, with uh, Southside Collection Radio. This Friday. This Friday, uh, from twelve to two a.m. For sure. So, boom. Southside Collection on everything. SouthsideCollection.com. And we're out. Running through my mind on the south side. South side. South side. South side. Running through my mind on the south side. South side. South side.
any quilt with things that make the tailor swoop. Uh-huh. They say I could never make it to the top and sing with them. Enemies, I ain't good doom. Time to the boat. Put weights around their neck and watch them try to flow. I just wanna know if the people on the coast know that it's the third one that really means the most. Cause we grinding out here, getting bucks, that's the kill. Since 96 till, I've been trying to get a deal. And I think I'm dope enough, like 96 pills in your stomach. Gotta pump it, I don't spit, I vomit. I'm a trumpet, nigga, the way I'm blaring in your face. 20 years old, glad I never caught a case. What's the place for a young black male? If everything the black male entails is real. I got the heart of a genius And I spit like some needles When I approach huh. Debbie TD, you so cocky I just know, I just know That nobody else can stop me Like shit, that's why I barely do features Cause nobody got the verse That can neutralize this creature So eager to rap through all your speakers Bumper cops want nothing with a man You'll be called me, You go, boy Looking for my Gina Baby, where yeah, Baby, baby, where yeah.